Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you and about you. Those who work so hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. Because it's not just about living a rich life, it's about living rich, being able to have that wealth, create a ripple effect through the lives of others. Because as you're blessed financially, you can bless more lives. Guys, thank you for allowing me to create that ripple effect through you. Thank you for binging, sharing, tuning in, and making this show amazing. Because seriously, I have got the coolest listeners ever, and you are definitely one of them. Here's a reminder. Be sure to go check out our website, moneyripples.com. If you haven't used that online calculator yet, right? The passive income calculator, use it. Figure out how much passive income you can create in just the next year. So check that out. Hey guys, have you wanted to invest in real estate? How would it be if you could do that with just $100 and get good, consistent returns? Well, that's exactly what our friends at Pre-REO does, where they buy these properties in bulk and at discount, be able to turn around and sell them or and or rent them to create profits. And they do this in the crowdsourcing all your monies together. And as a result, pay you a consistent 7% return on your money paid monthly. And on top of that, guys, you even get some liquidity options too. So even though you can have your money in there for years, you're allowed to be able to access that money sooner if you needed to. So if you're interested in being able to invest in real estate with just $100 or more, whether you're accredited or not, go ahead and reach out to our friends at www.prereo.com forward slash money ripples. That's prereo.com forward slash money ripples. Check them out. Okay, guys. So uh, I wanted to talk about a, a, a few top. I got a few topics. I'm, I'm, I've gotten the queue here, but uh, this is one I wanted to address for several months because 2021, there's no doubt that this is the year where you're starting to see a lot more excitement and hype and euphoria in all kinds of markets. It doesn't matter if it's been, I mean, not as much in real estate. Like people aren't like going super crazy with real estate, but it definitely, prices have gone up this year, right? We've seen prices go up everywhere. We've seen prices go up in the stock market. We've seen prices go up in Bitcoin and even gold and silver started to go up a little bit. All of these things, right? All these factors have contributed to one thing, which is, for the most part, people's net worth has grown over this last year. Now, unless you got laid off and something like that, you've been consuming some of your savings, maybe not so much. But overall, everybody's net worth has been increasing as long as you've been, heck, even if you've been spending more than you make, if you own any kind of assets, you've got a bigger net worth. If you don't own assets, your net worth has gone down. So my question for you is, did you recently become a millionaire and not know it? Or maybe you became a millionaire and you celebrated it, right? But did you recently become a millionaire in these last few years? Because it is not as hard as it used to be, right? I remember growing up, especially in the 70s and the 80s, when you thought of millionaire, you know, you thought of the white pillars, right? The almost the colonial style homes. You know, I would think of like, who's the boss, right? I remember watching that show religiously as a kid. I even watched Mr. Belvedere, right? I watched Mr. Belvedere and, and Benson and all those things. And when I watched those shows, I remember thinking like Mr. Belvedere or even with uh, Who's the Boss and Tony Danza when he would be the housekeeper, right? I would think, 
man, those guys are rich. Like that's, that's the kind of life that would be amazing. Oh yeah. Live in Connecticut. Everybody in Connecticut's rich apparently. Cause look at that neighborhood um, based on that TV show. Uh, I mean, look at that one house, right? I mean, it was like, wow, this is so cool. Is this what it's like to be rich? You got to have your own Butler. Right. And then of course buy a house for over a million dollars this year for our family. And I think I don't have a Butler. <laughs> there's no butler in this house at all. Um, we do, we do hire people for different things, but for projects, but we, we don't have like a live-in maid. We don't have a butler. We don't have a chauffeur. We don't have any of that stuff that I thought millionaires would have. But the truth is that really being a millionaire is not as popular or not as, as unique as we, as it once was. In fact, just looking at 2020 statistics, I had actually pulled these up recently. Now they don't have 2021 finished yet um, because we haven't finished, but um, we can kind of see the trajectory we're on here. So as of 2021, we had about, about 20 million, just over 20 million millionaires in the United States alone. Uh, worldwide, it's over 50 million. So two, just over 20 million uh, in the United States alone. Of that, just new from 2019 to 2020, right? Even with the craziness going on, it went up 2.25 million. So of the adults, there's about 250 million adults in the US that they count here. That's over 8%, guys. I would not be shocked if the 2021 number got pushed up to somewhere in the ballpark of 23, 24 million, which would push this by close to 9% of the US population being millionaires now. Remember, millionaires used to be a big thing. Now it's becoming kind of just the upper middle class to upper class, right? Now it's starting to leak into the middle class that are becoming millionaires. And there's this whole thing with the millionaire next door stuff, right? And there's even new books. Um, there's one that I got some statistics from, from Chris Hogan talking about everyday millionaires, right? Most of the people he was interviewing out of 10,000 people were just everyday people. Uh, you know, interesting statistics, I thought. Most of them were basically Dave Ramsey poster children, which I know some of you have been as well. Um, they saved in their retirement plans. They were paying down their debt, doing everything good boys and little girls should do. They stuck to a budget. Um, they, he did say, I thought this was interesting, that 93% stuck to a budget of these millionaires. Granted, most millionaires um, aren't decamillionaires. Uh, I did find that number. I did find out that um, of the 20 million, 1.4 million were decamillionaires, meaning they had net worth of 10 million or more, right? Um, so yes, there were 93% um, were also looking for deals and coupons of the people he interviewed, right? I don't know if this is true of all of these people, but I think that's interesting. And I'm, I would not be shocked because we fall in that statistic. We do have budgets. Um, we do also have, we do look at either coupons or look for deals. You know, we don't like to pay more. You know, we do like to find good value, right? I know many of you guys reached out to us, asked the same thing. How, how do we get good value? Totally get it. Um, here's what's interesting. Most of those people stuck to an eating out budget of $200 or less. Now, so, no, I know some of you guys that have actually hit millionaire status spend more than that. Uh, some of you that haven't hit millionaire status spend more than that too. Um, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, 97, I love this statistic, actually. This one I do, I do put a lot of weight into. 97% believe that they have control of their own destiny. While the general population, only 55% believe that. That means 45% of the general population believe they're victims. But almost all the people that became millionaires, the main difference is that almost every single woman believed that they control their own destiny. They weren't doing it by luck. They weren't doing it, you know, based on, you know, just, uh, you know, whether they were, you know, white, black, brown, purple, it didn't matter. They knew that they were in control of their own destiny, right? That was the big factor between them. 
Uh, and, I'm, and I've seen this many, many times. Many people stay in poverty because they stay in that victim mentality. And that's a key thing you got to work on that mindset is make sure you don't fall into that victim mentality. Um, millennials, this is just interesting. There's a, there wasn't as many, you know, millennials are starting to break into this group, right? Um, of those that were in this group, the average millennial, the bulk of their assets, it was Bitcoin. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't Bitcoin. It wasn't Bitcoin, guys. And it wasn't even the stock market. It was real estate. <gasps> what? The millennials that got there faster did through real estate. The average millennial million, millionaire, which most of them were between the one to two and a half million range, the average millennial millionaire, said that 10 times fast, had three properties, three investment properties that they owned or total properties that they owned. Um, that's interesting to say because the average millionaire age was 62 years old. 43% only had one house. It was the house they lived in. So that was part of it. By the way, the most dense concentrated place to be a millionaire uh, per capita was New Jersey, which I know I've talked to a lot of you guys from New Jersey. And uh, so when New Jersey is the highest per capita, highest millennials uh, percentage came out of California, right? So interesting stuff. But again, 90%, uh, they said invested in real estate. So anyways, so the question is, is are you a millionaire? Did you recently become a millionaire and not know it? Um, what I find fascinating is that here's the thing is that when you're looking at this, you're looking at net worth, this happens mainly from two or three places. Mostly when, when you're being a millionaire, it doesn't mean you have to make a million dollars a year. It's purely off of how much do you have that net worth? Where is it gained? And that of course came from owning assets. You could have actually done this in the stock market. If you've been invested in the stock market for a while, you could have boosted yourself up towards millionaire status. You might have more than a million in the market. You might not but that might've boosted up, especially as the market's gone up for 13 years in a row, guys, 13 years. We're going to this 13th year of an up stock market. How long is that gonna last? Hmm. Then there's also real estate. Real estate values are higher than ever, right? They've recovered and then some, right? Uh, we saw, I mean, we have places like Phoenix that have seen like a 30% year over year growth of, of, their, of their, their portfolio. Even if you did nothing else and you just owned a house, and you had a, say it was a $300,000 home, it gains 30%. That means you gain almost $100,000 or about $90,000 net worth by doing nothing. If you had a mortgage on that, you paid it down, you might've gained a few thousand more just paying down the mortgage. And if you pay down a few car loans, you might've freed up a few thousand there. In total, you might've gained 100,000 in net worth just by having a house and a few cars, right? So this is the thing I'm, I'm talking about, but remember now, let's just say that you have got it to this, or maybe you're on your way, you're getting close to there. Here's the real question that none of these things ever answered, which was this, what kind of income is that net worth producing for them? Not once did they ever say, they talked about all kinds of fun little statistics and everything, right? With all these studies, but not once did they say, how much money do they actually have coming in from this net worth? Because here's the problem I see, guys. Many, many of you have reached out because you have some net worth, right? You might have maybe a few hundred thousand net worth. You might have a few million net worth. But the one thing you might both have in common is that your net worth is not paying you. And if your net worth is not paying you, that net worth is worth less. Let me repeat. If that net worth is not paying you income, that net worth is worth less. It doesn't matter how much net worth you have if it doesn't affect you and improve your life day after day. That's the key point I want to drive home here, guys, is that what is it actually paying you? So let's just say that you do have this net worth. Great. So you have a million dollar net worth. You are a millionaire. Congratulations. 
what is it paying you right now? Many of the people that many of you guys are listeners out there, and I know there's many of you, and we've talked to several of you. The one thing that's very common with those of you that reached out is say, my net worth isn't really paying me much. In fact, I'm not getting paid anything for my net worth. We're paying very little. Maybe I make a little bit on this rental property, you know, because I got one or two over here. Maybe I make a little bit over here or there, but for the most part, you're not making a lot. That is the key point, guys, is that I want that net worth to pay me. I don't care how much my net worth is. Yeah, I'm a multimillionaire. Who cares? What does it actually pay me? What does that actually equate to in passive and or residual income? If you have a business, right? You can get residual income there too. But ultimately, how much passive income is that net worth producing for us? That equity in your home, what's it doing for you? Just in the last two days alone, I've talked with two people, two people, um, I think both of them were actually dentists, were aggressively paying down their house, right? But they were not yet at the point of having enough passive income to be free. One of them wants 10,000 a month of passive income. The other wanted 25,000 or so a month of passive income. The problem is they have very little passive income outside of their net worth, even though both of them had net worth well into the into million to 2 million range but yet it's still not paying them. Now, what's interesting is that we talked about refinance their mortgage. You know, I said, hey, if we refinance this mortgage, you get this 15-year mortgage, what if we refinance this? One person I showed her this, we're able to save her and make her, actually. Um, we're actually able to save her about $1,800 a month by refinancing her mortgage. And we can then, if we wanted to, we don't have to, but then we can even pull out equity from the home, invest that to generate a few thousand more a month to get her closer to that 10,000 month goal. Think about this. If her goal was 10,000 a month, we reduce her mortgage payment by 2,000 a month. Now remember, she was aggressively paying off her house to free up about, well, actually it was about to free up about 2,000 a month. Actually, that's about what her, her uh, payment was. So even if she paid off her house, she still have to pay 1,000 a month in insurance costs and taxes, but she was paying about 2,000 a month for the mortgage. But if we can get her mortgage payment down to $200 a month, you know, by setting up as a HELOC instead, for example, not even cashing out equity, just doing a simple HELOC or even just a refinance of her mortgage, then she might save about $1,600 a month. Either way, we are, we're reducing that number. If it's $2,000 a month almost, right? We can now reduce that number from $10,000 a month to just over $8,000 a month. Cool thing is we actually found ways because, you know, as we, you'll see with an episode coming out here um, with ways to free up money on the health insurance side, um, about $2,000 a month brings it down. Now she only needs a little over 6,000 a month. All we need now is about six or $700,000 for her to invest, which by the way, she had 3 million to invest. Boom. She can hit it this year, financially independent. The other person was 25,000. You know, we said, Hey, if you refinance your mortgages here and, and they had a decent rate, but again, high, high payment for the balance, refinance it to a 30 year mortgage, still getting about a 3% interest rate. We would free up over a thousand dollars a month there. And then we could pull out more cash that maybe cost them about $500 a month, but that can kick off another $1,500 a month of passive income for them. So the cool thing is, is we not only can we reduce the payment by a net of five, $600 a month, but then add another $1,500 a month by investing that passive income. $2,000 a month right there, guys. Again, no extra money out of pocket, no extra savings, just reusing the equity that's part of that net worth. Now, if you've got savings, even better, like that couple, they also had 150,000. They were saying, I might want to pull that out of the stock market now. Cool. The 150,000, we could generate probably at least 1,300 to 1,500 a month off that. Great. That just bumps up the number even more, right? 
you know, they had, they also had money just sitting in savings. I know a lot of you guys have had money just sitting around in savings and losing to inflation each, heck, not even each year, each month <laughs> we're losing to inflation, right? Getting that money again to work for them. They actually had about 700,000 sitting in savings. Even if we only used 500,000, let the, the 200,000 just, you know, sit there being reserves, diversify. We're actually doing some infinite banking stuff with that so they can diversify that savings and make more than point nothing percent. So they can do a life insurance policy to make more money there and take the 500,000, 500, guess what? That's at least four to 5,000 a month we can make off that money. So that's just pushing that number even higher. Now they're getting up over 6,000 a month of total freed up cash and or passive income. Again, just by shifting things around, moving it around, and then you can reinvest that money, create this income snowball in your situation. And that's the three areas I see people, again, where there's money locked up in prison, home equity, uh, by the way, th this other couple also had equity in their office building. We'd even talk about that. And that's another option too, to free up cash as well. Um, we could probably get them closer to eight to 10,000 a month by the end of this year. Um, but home equity, we got savings and we've got retirement or investment accounts. Those three areas are the places we generally find the most possibility. Now that's not all. I mean, there was one client we just had recently where um, they were looking to invest the money. But then when we saw some of the situation, we said, wait, looking at some of the, again, the debt, like mortgages and things like that, if we refinance and do some things and pay off certain loans based on that cash flow index that I teach in the previous episode, we can actually free up 4,000 a month, even before we invest any money. And so that couple, they're actually now, they got a, the ability to, to pack away roughly about $80,000 a year, right? Over 80,000 a year, they can now put away to invest. Guys, that alone, I mean, that's huge. That allows them to put away a lot more money that increase and get, create a massive income avalanche, a huge snowball effect of income. Passive income comes in, increases by at least one to $2,000 every single year as they start approaching that financial independence number, that freedom number, as some of my friends would call it, right? Some of my dental friends out there, shout out to you guys. That freedom number that gives you the financial independence where you work by choice, your work optional. You work because you want to, not because you have to. So guys, my, the thing I want to leave with you is this, is even if you got into this category of being a millionaire, maybe you're on your way. Maybe you're well past it. Regardless, what is your net worth paying you? Is it paying you the right amount? Again, like I said at the beginning of the show, you can go to moneyripples.com, try out the passive income calculator, which talks about those things, like figure out how to take that net worth. Can we turn it into passive income? You can actually get an, an income generated number from that just by answering a few questions. So again, I invite you to go find that passive income calculator on moneyripples.com and let's hear it. Let's see, let's see what kind of numbers come out of this. I love seeing it. I have actually seen some people come out with over a half million dollars over the next year. Guys, half a million. Um, needless to say, that guy wanted to talk. <laughs> I wanted to talk to him too, because that's a pretty incredible. So go try that calculator on moneyripples.com. Guys, make a wonderful, prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. 